0: it's AJ Guyton. Welcome to another episode of the House of Hoosier podcast, and I'm here with my guy Austin Render, and we're looking, we're talking Indiana basketball 2020, 2021 today. How are you, my brother?
1: I'm doing great, AJ. I got, to, I think, some questions that people want to know about this year's team from from a guy who who played in the Indiana basketball system. Mm-hmm. You were an excellent shooting guard. It feels like the shooting is the part can we take you and go back to your playing days and put you on this team what what does this team have to do do you think to get into that shooting rhythm that you guys had and old Indiana teams have had just feels like that's the one thing that's lacking.
0: You know, back in my days, we, we shot a lot in practice, definitely. So that's the beginning of becoming confident in, in shooting the basketball. Uh, you know, Coach Knight always gave us the freedom to shoot open shots. Any open shot, you take it. You don't pass it up. And uh, when I look at, you know, the first three games, there's three or four games, they four games that they've played that, you know, I, I don't really count Tennessee Tech. It's always the warm-up game. But the three competitive games that they played, uh, it's, it's, it's important that today's game to understand that today's game is about guard play. And, uh, you know, I think Trace Jackson Davis is man in the middle. I think those minutes are secure. And I think that production at that position is secure. I think, Grace Thompson's coming along, and I think he's the perfect hybrid for for today's game. Uh, I want I would like him to be able to stretch a little bit more to open it up for Trace. You no, know, it's because they're almost playing three guards out two in right now, and, and it makes it tough on Trace to operate. It's already a little tough because playing against a lot of length. You know, he's having to create uh, angles to the basket and to have two people there is, is tough. So what I would like to see, uh, you know, obviously all of Archie Miller teams are great defensively. I think he's been a great defensive coach since he stepped on the scene, his intensity. A lot of former players are are understand the importance of defense, but it's also important to understand where the game is now. And if you look around the country, you know, the uh, top five teams, Gonzaga guards. Uh, Illinois guards, Baylor guards, um, you know, and teams are, those are top three th- three or five teams that are all predicated upon their guard play. And I looked at this team as almost playing like we played in the, my freshman and sophomore year in a big 10 where there was six, nine, six, ten 10 guys. And we just waiting to throw it in and kick it out and play this type of game. Phantasy, um, Durham, um, even Anthony, Leo, Franklin, they have to increase their production and confidence on the basketball court in order for, to let, to, in order for Trace Jackson to breathe. Uh, they're going to smother him. And, and the better, the longer, the, the further the season goes along, the more pressure is going to be on Trace if these guys don't uh, take the sh- shots that they can make. Now you look at their percentages, their percentages are pretty good, man. They, 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 uh, you know, I think fantasy is shooting over 55% from the field. I think he's even 66% from the three point line. And you're shooting those kind of numbers, you need to take more shots. You know, fantasy is a guy that needs to get the average 13 points for assist a game in order to for, that, for us to be successful. I think Armand Franklin passes up a lot of shots. I saw them running some actions to getting some shots. But Armand needs to get out in transition, get some open shots and shoot them with confidence, knock them in and, and get those reps up. You know, you might have some bad games. I mean, that's shooting percentages, always find a way of working themselves out. You know, there's some guys shoot sixty percent, and all of a sudden they have a, a, a streak where they're they're missing everything. And it, by the end of the season, they're averaging forty percent from the three point line, things like that. But you know, you don't you miss all of the shots you don't take. And uh, you know, in order for Trace Jackson to breathe, in order for Royce to breathe when he's down there and at the five, when we go small, in order for us to be successful, we're gonna have to get a, a lot more production out of those guards. Well, then my question to you is
1: this, you were a great shooter and I'm sure as you said, you had your nights where it just wasn't going, or even as a freshman, maybe you were still trying to get comfortable. What's your advice to guys like Christian Lander, Anthony Leal these, these younger guys, Armand Franklin that do need to get their confidence up. Maybe they don't have the confidence right now. How do you generate that as a shooter?
0: I think uh, when I watch Christian Lander, and he's an important, I'm glad you brought his name up, he's an important cop to, to their success and he has to develop quickly. But what I see when I watch him is, is rushing. I feel like he's trying to score. And as a freshman, when I came, walked on the scene, people don't understand it. I think I missed my first 18 threes my freshman year. I'm Now I'm an all time leading three-point shooter at Indiana right now, but my first freshman year, they think the scout report was, you can't shoot. And I knew it was far from the truth, but I never went out on the court to hit threes. I went out on the court to produce. I went out on the court to push the tempo. I went out on the court to make sure Andre Patterson got the basketball, Neil Reed got the basketball. I was out there defensively, making sure my guards never got in the paint. And letting the game come to you is the easiest way to find your game. I watched Christian Landler shoot. He shoots a quick shot and quick. You shoot like that when you're on fire. When you're not on fire, all fundamentals matter. You get in the gym, you catch, your, your hands are ready, you lock, you you follow through, and you we, we leave that gooseneck up there every shot until we master it. And I think that he wants it a little bit too bad right now. And so and nothing's really positive happening for him. He just needs to relax, calm down, and notice that, hey, I have Armand Franklin on the wing, I, I'm backing up fantasy, he comes, or I'm playing with him. If I'm playing with him, then my mindset becomes scoring. You know what I'm saying? When I'm, when I'm running the team, then it's about getting shots off of the other guys, the Royces and uh, you know, the traces and, and things like that. So patience and let the game come to you. But you know, when you're on the floor, you have to figure out a way to be productive and make plays.
1: Well, that's great advice uh, mm-hmm. coming from a shooter. And speaking of shooters and scorers, you got to talk to one of the best shooters and scorers in Indiana mm-hmm. basketball history. Great mm-hmm. conversation coming up here with Isaiah Thomas.
0: Absolutely. You know, I had a pleasure to, of talking to my, one of my idols coming up. Uh, from chicago west side you know i'm from peoria illinois so two and a half hours away from one another our our careers are kind of parallel playing for coach knight and and going through you know the adjustment periods of playing for coach knight in his system but you know one of the all-time greats man and i think everybody's going to enjoy that podcast make sure you tune in Welcome to the House of Hoosier podcast. I'm here with uh, someone who doesn't need an introduction. Um, He's one of the all-time greatest at the NBA level, at the collegiate level, at the high school level. Welcome to the House of Hoosier podcast, my main man from Chicago, Illinois, Isaiah Thomas. How you doing, my man?
2: I am doing great. Thank you for welcoming me to your
0: house. Absolutely. Our (laughs) house, brother, our house, mainly your house. I just got a room in the building. But uh, how? What's the when you think about Miss Mary? What comes to mind immediately? You know,
2: perseverance.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: You know, and she had this saying. You know, she said, you know, she always tell me. She said, baby, if you take one step. I'll take two. Damn. And I'll work the wonder for you. Right. <laughs> but you gotta take the first step.
0: That's powerful. That is powerful, man.
2: <laughs> and and I and, and those are the things that, that, that come to mind. Uh, you know, and when you talk about her and Coach Knight, they had a they had a great relationship, a right. unique relationship. Um, you know, one time now you appreciate this, Adrian. One time <laughs> we we in the middle of a we in the middle of the game. Not the middle of the game, but mm-hmm halftime and everything else, we go in the locker room. And you know how coach Knight walk out mm-hmm. back door and then he come back in. Yep. He walks out and my mom comes through the other door. <laughs> and I'm like, my dear, you gotta get out of here. Right. <laughs> you can't be in the locker room. Here he coming. <laughs> he came in like hey, you know, you got to do this, y'all got to. And then Coach Knight walked in, and when he walked in, I'm like, oh, I'm giving oh, it. go. I just <laughs> already know. Dude, he stopped, he stood there. He said, tell him. Tell right. Him. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and, and from that day, it's like my mom and Coach Knight, for whatever reason, you know, and still to this day, mm-hmm. Coach goes in and out, but every time we talk, right, mm-hmm. he always asked me how my mom,
0: That's incredible.
2: And he always has stories about my mom. Yeah, sister. I mean, they—they, I I remember (laughs) (laughs) one time, right? You know, I coach get on you in practice and everything. So, Uh you know, you call home. It's like, hey, you know, I'm—I can't take this no more. It's time to go, man. (laughs) Dude, crazy. Yeah, right. (laughs) So, my mom listened. Everything else. And so, I didn't know this, but she had Coach Knight's number, right? So I guess she called coach right after we got off the phone. So the next day we come in practice, right? Uh And he called me into his office. Now, you know, you will never go into his office way back in that little room.
3: Right, yeah.
2: I'm like, oh man, I'm getting ready to die. I know this (laughs) He called me into his office, right? And I go into his office, he dials the phone, and my mother picks up the phone. She says, Coach Knight and I have been talking. <laughs> and whatever that man is telling you to do, I want to hear no more shit out of you. <laughs> and AJ did say, and don't call me no
0: more. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> now your lifeline go. That's the lifeline. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I ain't got a chance. Man, it's, <laughs> hurry up and get this over with. <laughs> like hey, that, that little room, man, ain't nothing good happening you go back to that room. I'm gonna uh, I tell you I that. Only went in that room one time. That's the
2: only time I ever got to go like back there. Really? I was like,
0: Whew. I'll tell people the one time I went back there is when, you know, uh, I think believe it was like my sophomore year, I think Coach Felling and him had got into it right. about they ended up with Coach Spelling get, getting fired. And I'm, for some reason, the timing, they had called me back there and it happened. I hear books. Yeah. I hear you ain't this, you ain't that, you, I'm like, Oh, and then he called me in there and want to meet. Now you know that meeting didn't go very like come on. I was like, what? I'm looking it's a tornado. I'm like, what happened? Right. And, you know, I'm young. You you young. You don't really care. I don't know what's going on with the coaching staff. That ain't none of my business, but coach, now it was that that nothing good happens in that room. So and I mean backtracking, man, who's the best Thomas brother athlete? Which one of your brothers should have made it to the league? If I would say my,
2: my oldest brother. Uh, Lord Henry, yeah, my brother Larry.
3: Okay,
2: Larry actually had a tryout with the Chicago Bulls. Okay, um, and he played with uh, he played at, at Wright Junior College under mm. Ed Badger. Uh, Ed Badger actually then went on and was becoming an assistant coach for
4: this mm.
2: that year. And my brother had a tryout, and a week before, he's working out, and he blew his knee out.
3: Wow,
2: um, and that was like that's wow. it. How big was he? He was like 6'2". 6'3".
0: Okay, yeah, so he was a point.
2: No, actually, he, believe it or not, he could jump out of the gym. He played forward back then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was the four man. <laughs> he, he, he was the four man back then. <laughs> wow, hey, that's that's crazy. Is it is it true that they used to sit you down and critique your game and and It was never positive, obviously, like tell you everything you didn't do.
2: (laughs) They believed, uh, you know, the way they, the way they thought about the game and the way I was taught the game, it was about really about playing chess. It was about Mm -hmm. understanding the geometry of the floor, understanding the physics of the game and understanding how to use your teammates to help you win. Right. Uh-huh. The first thing was, was just teaching you the geometry of the floor, you know, squares,
3: yep. circles,
2: straight lines and boxes.
0: That's they breaking this down in the circle?
2: That's how you do it. <laughs> and, and then they're talking about the angles, you know, the you're on a forty five degree angle, you know, why the box the box on top of the box into a circle. Yeah. Uh-huh. So why 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 are you taught to kick that man off the box? To kick uh-huh. him off box when he's on the low post right every coach oh. told you, you got to move him out get him off the box off the box, you got to get him off the box because he on the 45. Mm-hmm. 45 on the box goes right up to the box on the square mm-hmm. right? and then it falls right back in the circle right so and and so so that that's what they so it's like the breakdown of the game was not how many points you scored or you didn't do this it was when you were on the floor 18 feet from the basket on the left hand side and you had the middle open. Why'd your dumbass go baseline?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. No film, straight off the top, they remember everything.
2: And, and 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 you had to answer the question, and it's like, okay, well, you know, until you learn the right answer, it's like, well, I thought I had the baseline open. Right. And they say, "Well, which foot did he have up? Did he have his left foot up or his right foot up?" I, I, I wasn't looking. Well, that's why you made the wrong decision. <laughs> that's how intricate it was.
0: Wow, that that's that, that's amazing, man. But I could tell that you know just going through that process, man. That's that's how you get that that telepathic memory of everything that's happened on the court and the great ones like you know yourself, LeBron, these guys they can remember every single play. And, and I'm sure that it was the fella from that moment, them bringing that to you. Most definitely. Definitely.
2: And then it was then it was further talk with my high school coach. Yeah. Then with Coach Knight. Mm-hmm. And as you know, with Coach Knight, it's like, I tell everybody this, they say, well, you know, he, he was so disciplined and he was so rigid. And, you know, how did you play for him? And And <laughs> I go, you know what? It was more rigid when I got to the pros. I never really? had a play in, in college. Uh-huh. Like, yep, like, never ran plays. Kind of called twenty-two up. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, <laughs> down. You know, Yeah, I never forget AJ and I was just talking to Woodson the other night. Right. Uh-huh. So we playing in Iowa, and and it, uh, Woody had hurt his back and he he's coming back and, and it's a close game, and and now it's a timeout. And this is when I'm like, okay, I've been waiting for this coach night, you know, diagram. <laughs> right. So this this is when the genius is getting ready to come out, right? <laughs> so man, we get to the bench and I'm I'm waiting for the clipboard to come and he's gonna draw something up and <laughs> and he sit there and he goes, he goes, With me, can you make a shot? He goes, No, nah, I don't think I can make a shot right now. <laughs> I say, Winston, can you make a shot? But he goes, Yeah, I can knock it down. No, I'm sorry, he asked Butch. He asked Butch Carter, I said, can you Party make a I can't make one right now. Say, said, can you make a shot? Like, yeah, I can make one. So he said, he called me Pee-wee. He said, all right, Pee-wee, this is what we're going to do. Uh, you know, let, let's, let, let's swing it around a couple of times. Woody, when you come off the screen, knock the shot down. Pee-wee, make sure you deliver a good pass. <laughs> Right. No, no inbound. no, how you gonna get it inbounds. Right, nothing. yeah. So I get it in and you know I'm past faking, I'm shot <laughs> faking. <laughs> right. Everybody go get it back. Exactly. You know, good, you know, somebody coming back, give a little shot right. fake. <laughs> okay, Woody, where you at? Right. So What's came came up screen, kicked it to him, he knocked it down, we win the game.
0: We win the game. And I, that's, that's a, a very, very true statement, man, because it was, I think people think that it was like the, and I don't feel this way, it was like the military when I was at IU, like from a basketball standpoint. From, uh, And I tell them, I said, man, Coach Knight recruited guys who wanted to do the right thing. That's so it. just so he didn't have the police. Now every once in a while you have one one dude on the team that that's rogue, and he go you got to make sure that he get all, everything done the right way within the confines of the culture. So I can definitely uh, attest to, to exactly what you're saying. Um, the the uh, so how, how did the handle going back to you know coming up how did the handle get so tight? When did you pick this ball up and just start making the sweet music that you make with it? How did that come about?
2: So you you say the sweet music, and I, I and I immediately I go to Sweet Georgia Brown. Absolutely, it's yes, music. When I when I when I learned how to dribble, right? I went to Martin Luther King Boys Club, mm-hmm. and fortunately enough for us, Abe Saperstein and the Harlem Globetrotters, they mm-hmm. would come and train. And, and be around the boys club. All this was happening on the west side of Chicago. I was very fortunate
3: mm. to,
2: be able to experience this type of knowledge, even though we were very poor. Right. So Curly Neal, Marcus Haynes, now they dip, they they, they, they given dribbling drills and and, and and teaching and coming and speaking at the Martin Luther King Boys Club. Learn mm. how to dribble from Curly, Curly Neal and Marcus Haynes wow you can see me pat it on the floor yeah pound dribble it get up on my knees and keep yeah it all that when you when you see me dribbling that's curly neal and marcus haynes you took that to like high school nba because that's all i knew yeah i forget when i got to indiana right <laughs> oh i know this one. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the only way i knew how to change directions was to go through my leg yeah right yeah which Knight was like uh what what they used to say? Ah, put some mustard on that hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> and finally I just had to say to him, Hey look, I'm not I'm not a hot dog, and you know, this is a quicker way for me to change direction. Right. I said, quicker. I said, because in my neighborhood when I grew up, if you put that ball out in front of you, like overnight, it's, it's gone. Aw, it's I, gone. They, they gobbling that up. Yeah, yeah. It's gone. So, so, if you put your knee out there, <laughs> right, right, they're gonna hit that knee and you can put it between your legs and now you can go the other direction. Right. You gotta spin. But in our neighborhood, the way we grew up, AJ, you yeah. know, if you got that ball out here in front it's of you, cool. I'm eating that up. I'm, I'm eating that up. Because defensively, the way we grew up in our neighborhood, <laughs> In you, yeah. close to you, yep, <laughs> right. So you had to turn your back. It you had to. Turn. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm I'm going between my legs, change of direction, and everything else. Finally, he was just like, "All right, <laughs> yeah, he said All right. <laughs> But you had to explain it to him, right? But but in explaining it to him, like I'm explaining it now, like mm-hmm. it, that, you know, I'm, I'm authoritative, I confident, yeah, yeah. But back then, AJ, I was like.
0: Well, you know, Coach. <laughs> right. Is that okay? <laughs> it's like, you know, trying to get it to the other side. <laughs> hey, hey I'm, I'm surprised he was cool with it. Like, that's because, you know, Coach was stubborn when, you know, keeping that basic, like you said, shot faking every single possession <laughs> yeah, yeah. and has faking and looking at the rim. Like, he, I was surprised he was okay with that. Uh, he- Long, long as you win,
3: as yeah.
0: long as you, you know,
2: if you ain't turning it over, you know, you you got a chance. And, and what I what I give coach a lot of credit for is mm-hmm. looking at everybody's game and saying, okay, you can do this, I'm gonna let you do this. Mm-hmm. You can't do what he
0: does. Right, yeah. So don't even try. Oh, they're right. <laughs> <They're> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They hey, so. One thing about you, and I, and I know this instilled a, a major sense of accountability and discipline in you early, was that 90-minute commute one way to high school. How the hell did you do that and, and, and not dip off every other day and just act like you went to school? <laughs> Being naive right. it
2: is, you know, it's a blessing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. I really didn't know... Um, any other way in terms of this? This how I got to school, you know. So <laughs> right. Hey, you know, four thirty a.m. Hey, to get up, make sure I get that that five five fifteen bus. Yep. And if I miss that bus, I'm gonna be late for school. And and you know, so I'm taking so I took three buses to the end of the line, two trains to the end of the line. Mm-hmm walk a mile and a half once I get off the last bus.
3: Jesus man.
2: And but I, you know, I, I didn't I didn't know. I really didn't know. Like, you know. Were you tired when you got the class? I I'm I'm sure I was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Good. you know, you young, you you don't know, you you're not thinking about if that then, if I fell asleep in class, it's like,
0: well,
2: you know,
0: I just hey, man, I fell asleep, I'm tired. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> right. You know? That's crazy, man. And then you're not even including the elements, the Chicago elements. We talking about, they don't call it the Windy City for nothing. So,
2: if Anybody who's from Chicago or, or from Illinois yeah. know how to walk back. Exactly right, <laughs> right, because, because it's just an automatic thing. The wind stop blowing, yep. As it starts blowing, you quickly just turn around. right, walk back 100%. 100%. Because, and it's funny because don't nobody ever like say anything or even make fun of you. You know, it's normal, I mean? it's normal. Like in, in Chicago, you're In Illinois, you'll see people just constantly, you know, the wind is blowing, and all of a sudden they just turn around and just start. (laughs) Hey, how you doing,
0: John? Right, right. As they go the other way. (laughs) Hey, that that that's the hundred percent truth. Putting putting your arms in the sleeves all the way in seems to be warmer that way. I don't know what it is. Even with gloves on, so all the all the Chicagoans know those tricks. And if you, you had some Vaseline, you would grease up now you're about to go boxing, man. <laughs> just to get to school. all Chicago is no. Uh, so you you it was worth it going, you know, traveling that 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 uh, far to play for one of the greatest high school coaches ever, Coach Ping. Was he anything like Coach Knight? He was,
2: was very similar. And I just found out, I just found out, I just found out uh, a couple of weeks ago that their birthday is on the same day. Wow. The finger tour, and I didn't know that, um, but they, their basketball philosophy was very similar.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So in high school, I never ran a play. It was all right. the game. You know? oh. Pass, move, cut, you know, read, react, understand your teammates, have relationships with your teammates in terms of knowing what they're gonna do. It was, you know, it was all about critical thinking. Mm-hmm you know, mental is the physical as four is to one, you know, it's a man's right. dance game and, and they, they taught you how to think the game. So I got four years of that in, 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 high school under Mr. Pingator. And then I go to Indiana. So I'm way ahead of the game in terms of how coach Knight wants to play. Because in high school I played the same exact way, right. the yep. same exact teachings mm-hmm. that I get in, in college at Indiana. Right. So I could walk in and, and understand where I'm supposed to go read, you know, shot fake, be cut, get open, you know, pass, move, cut, duck back, all of that. All those things that we was teaching at Indiana how to get open, I learned in high school. The first time I ran a pick and roll, AJ, <laughs> first time I ran a pick and roll was in the NBA.
0: Wow. I close, and Coach Shore didn't run none of that.
2: <laughs> I never ran a pick and roll in college. <laughs> I never ran a pick and roll in high school. And I definitely wasn't calling no plays. Right, right. Imagine, imagine I get to the NBA, my rookie season, and they give me a playbook. Like, play. thick think it's all out, hundred plays. <laughs> like, you know, you remember this and this is, this is thirty-two down, this is twenty-seven up, and all. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I I've, ne- I've never called a play. Right. I've never had to, you know, like hey man, you know. That guy's going left. I'm going right. Right. You know. Yep. And so the freedom that coach gave you. Yeah. You know, most people have a hard time understanding that while we were very disciplined as a basketball team, mm-hmm. we had the ultimate freedom.
0: Absolutely, I agree, agree with that.
2: Shoot. Well, some people didn't have the freedom to shoot.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's the discipline, though, yeah. knowing who knowing who's who, who you are as a player. That's the discipline. Yeah. And, and that, that, that's an amazing, and that's crazy because you, and I'm thinking back to, you know, I think that it was a perfect storm for you coming to the NBA because the, the fact that you never ran a pick roll didn't matter. You knew how to play, how to play the game, but you also knew how to take over a game yeah. because you did each one equally. So, I mean, that, that I can tell now just talking to you how you became who you were, who you are. Um, you, won a, you won a championship in, at, at St. Joe's. Um, who who were some of the top players? No, let me ask this question first. When did you realize you was different?
2: When I got into the
0: NBA. You know, really? Is that long? Yeah, because you, okay, Okay. You was a number one player in the state. You won a championship. You won a championship in Indiana. You didn't see, like, I made this dude fall. (laughs) Like, I'm
2: different. You and I grew up very similar. Mm -hmm. So, and we had, you know, the the same credentials, the same credentials you just said about me, you had the same credentials. Right. But when you went back home, how many dudes in your neighborhood was giving it to you? A, a, A whole bunch of them. So that's what I'm like. <laughs> yeah. So I never, I never could really think like, oh, I'm this good because in my neighborhood I couldn't beat the guys that I was playing against. Right, right. I couldn't beat any of my brothers. Okay. So, so you know, going going to high school, going into the NBA. When did I realize that I can make money playing in the NBA? I didn't right. that until you know, probably uh, late in my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they started talking about you can go into the NBA and make money. You got to remember when I was growing up, the NBA wasn't on television.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's true. Uh, you know, Magic's game in 19, we won it in 81. Magic won it in in, in the NBA in 80. In 80, when he beat the Philadelphia 76ers, yep. he delayed.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. He <laughs> wasn't even on national television. Hey, we went from that to the bubble like that. <laughs> That's dope.
2: So you got to understand my, yeah. my frame of mind back then was, mm-hmm. you know, you know, yeah, I, I can, I can make some money. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't looking at myself like, oh, I'm the best and, and all this other stuff. Even though oh. people were writing that. Yeah. That, I never really thought that because, okay, so you asked me about high school. Mm-hmm. So in high school. These are the NBA champions that were in my high school class.
3: Uh
2: Eddie Johnson, Mark Aguirre, Mm -hmm. Doc Rivers, Daryl Walker, Craig Hodges, Rod Higgins, and myself. Wow. Those are the NBA champions.
0: Yeah, that's just the champion. They don't count the ones who didn't win one.
2: Yeah, we ain't talking. So we ain't, we ain't counting Terry Cummins. Yeah. We ain't counting, you know, um Hershey Hawkins. Yeah. We ain't, we ain't counting, you know, um, um uh, I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, Mitchell Anderson.
0: Yeah. Who, JJ.
2: Who led the state in scoring.
0: AJ was a bucket.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so so we're not, we not counting all of them who Man. made the NBA. I was just counting the champions that were in my
0: my two-year high school junior senior class. Right, that's that's nuts. And while we, before we transition out of that, who? I mean, I hear this debate all the time. I'm a big fan of Chicago basketball, and it's so many to name. Who, who the, the the greatest basketball players that come out of the city, inner city? I ain't talking about suburbia. The inner city of Chicago, in your opinion? It, you know, there's so many. I know I, that's tough. Many.
2: I mean, and when you look at the guard spot, to me, the ultimate guard was, and people don't talk about him enough, is Kevin Porter. Like I remember Kevin. Yep. Go, go look up KP stats.
0: I will. I'm writing that down.
2: The four or five-year run that he had, nobody has done what he did in that three, four-year period in terms of a set. Mm-hmm. You know but so kp and then he was high stepping you know? <laughs> so so kevin porter uh ronnie lester who was at yep that, uh then you had billy harris of course okay really the kid harris uh sonny parker Ooh sonny mickey johnson yeah. uh you we it was so many you had lenny williams over at, at harrison i mean it was so many great high schools right that you know it's 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 hard to just say, okay, this one was the best, this one was this because yep. any on any given day, any of them guys that I just named who who a lot of them didn't make it to the Hall of Fame.
3: Right, for oh, sure.
0: Man, they
2: was giving it to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> giving it to you. Right. You know why I asked that question, especially to guys like you, is because it, it's going to make – to for those guys to hear their name come out, it's going to make them feel wonderful. And I, I love to make guys reminisce on, you know, how good they were. Even the guys that didn't make college, Hall of Fame, all that stuff, it's the dudes that's, that, that molded you and made you who you are that should be at that induction, that should get that credit because – that's where you became, you had, you were trying to, to, to beat them. It wasn't, you I ain't mean, even, it wasn't, uh, uh, Dennis Johnson or it was Billy, the kid. It was like, you know what I'm saying? So I just love them giving a flowers, man. Cause you know, a lot of them are just regular family men and good, but they don't understand the impact that they have on a, on a hall of famer like yourself.
2: And if you go back and, you know, Lynn Williams had the, he was left, he was left-handed.
0: Uh-huh. He had the prettiest jump shot <laughs> that any of us had ever and, and it, seen. It, it was just, it was perfect,
2: man. And his right. follow-through, his rotation, and then then they had a a, a guy who, who, who was a fan and he would always, and every time Lynn would shoot, he was a you cheese, boo. <laughs> that's crazy. And the ball would be spinning and like slow motion, and, <laughs> slow motion. And, and, and the fan was, and he was screaming, "You, oh. <laughs> he,
0: and when it went in, would go yank right in." <laughs> uh, that is, oh, hey, man, that, that's dope, man. That is dope. But, hey, before we get to you know our Indiana, I want to. Take you through what I call the Hoosier Ten. There's going to be ten questions to see if you can remember. Uh, that some of them you can remember from your old days as a as an Indiana basketball player. The first question is: You know, Coach Knight made us all stay in the dorm. What dorm did you stay in?
2: It was uh, it's called Ashton now, but back then it was called GRC. Okay, ask GRC, right
0: across uh-huh. from Peter Qua. Okay, <laughs> 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 your memory sharp. Dang <laughs> Uh When when you we're in school. What was your favorite restaurant to eat? Uh, Bruce's. Bruce's. <laughs> is Bruce's yeah. still there? I don't.
2: It was there when I was there. <laughs> uh, I it's still there now, but Bruce's was the place. You you can go there and get some food. But but you won't, the only way you can get there is one of the seniors would have to take you because oh, can, you know, wow. you can walk there. You know. Oh, okay. And, it, and then Butcher or, or Woody would, would take us over there. Kitchell, Kitchell had a we.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> and w- what's your favorite place if you go visit B-Town today? Um, oh, what's that state place? Zagreb's? Zagreb. Bill Zagreb's. Okay. Who was the toughest player to defend in the Big Ten for you? For me, the guy who just gave it to me, i I, I couldn't get a
2: handle on him. Reno Gray out of Illinois. Really? <laughs> hey, AJ, he only averaged points. Reno Gray saw me. He saw you alone. It was 20. <laughs> <You're> right. The <laughs> coach night would be killing me. i come back to the bench. Ah, he's killing you. <laughs> and one time he was screaming himself, he's killing you. I said, I know he's killing me. Right. You ain't got to see, see that. that. Everybody can see that.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> man, I wish I could be in them huddles, man. That is crazy. Hey, so what, what was it about his game? Was he awkward or he's a bucket? It's awkward. And yeah.
2: I, I couldn't think. I don't know if he was awkward. I don't know if he was good. <laughs> I don't know if he jumped high. I just know Reno Gray was like giving it to me. That's I'm writing that down. I got to look that up. <laughs> when you, when you asked me, what was it about his game? hell, I'm telling you, AJ, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, man. That is funny, man. What do, what do you remember the toughest place to play for you? What did you, is that some place you didn't get a win? Uh, didn't get a win. I think we, I think I got a win at every, every, every building. Okay. Okay. We'll, leave it. we'll have a producer do some research and figure it out cause they, they can find that. So yeah,
2: Wisconsin was, was a tough place, I, yeah. um, but I think we always eked it out there. Um, Minnesota. I mean, every
0: place in the Big Ten. It was tough. The barn, the, the raised floor. I was just talking to Yogi yesterday. He told me, "Tell you hello." I, in my opinion, the second greatest league guard to play at in the Big at, at IU. I love watching him play, and he said we talked about Wisconsin about how boring it was, and it's like no school song. On playing, it was, and they just lull you to sleep and hack you with all them big old boys. And you leave there just like, Man, what happened? Like, you know, and I don't think they've won there since '98. My sophomore year was the last time I you won at Wisconsin. So yeah, it was one of the toughest places.
2: places. I got a funny story about Wisconsin, uh, and Mike Woodson, right? <laughs> you know, and you, I forget the name of the hotel we always stayed at, but it was, I know, out the water.
0: Yeah, I know what you're talking
2: about. And, and so, they had a apple pie alamo. Mm. Well, you know I don't know. You know we didn't know what alamo was. But... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> wow! And so they they bring they bring the apple pie and, and Woody goes and hey, can I get some ice cream with that? <laughs> so everybody start laughing. Now, I'm not laughing because I don't know what alamo means. Right for sure. And they go. And Kitchell goes, "You don't know what Alamode is, do you?" <laughs> I go, "No. What What is Alamode? He goes, "He goes, take a guess." I said, "Well, I'm in Wisconsin, so I'm I'm guessing. Okay, cheese."
0: <laughs> <laughs> man, the the ignorance.
2: Was... <laughs> Everybody's like, no, Alamo is ice cream. Man. Wow. Okay, all right. Okay.
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> Alamo too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was your, I'll, and i will ask this question because I know you got thousands of them. What was your most memorable Bob Knight moment?
2: I, I would say, um, and th- this is this is a sensitive moment. Uh, so we playing at Northwestern, mm-hmm. and my and everybody knows, like my my brothers and, and all of them, you know, were on drugs and everything else. Yeah. So we at Northwestern, and my brother is at the game. And, and he's literally out of his mind, gone. And the IU cheerleaders are there. So he goes and he starts cheering with the cheerleader. Wow. I mean, and, and he's gone and he's making a, a, a huge scene. And, you know, we end up winning the game and everything else. And i never forget, you know, as, as we walk in off the floor, my brother is excited because we won and everything. He runs up to coach. He gives coach, you know, like, you know, a five and everything. Coach gave him five. And coach grabbed my brother, you know, kind of like, you know, that picture you got behind you. Uh-huh. Gave him that little hug, you know. And, and we just walked on off. And Coach Knight never, like, you know, he never, like, said anything about my brother mm-hmm. else. You know, like whipping kitchen them, they was killing me. You know, right, <laughs> right. Wow, oh, yeah, so you know, they, they, they was killing me, but but Coach Knight, the way he handled that moment, mm-hmm. it was so cool, and it was you know, I was like, is this dude all right. So yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. Because he could have he could have handled it, you know, yep. you know, different, threw him out the building and all this stuff, but he was like, you know. He, he with us. Right. He made me feel like, even though my brother was all toe up, he made me feel like, okay, he with us. Week, week right. Week. And he can't come on the bus with
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to draw the line here, but, hey, and, and, and that's the thing about coaching. I tell people he communicates in his own way, especially with us. Yeah. It's never going to be. Isaiah, I love you, man. You you killed that game. You yeah. you was the best player on the floor. It's gonna be a look, it's yeah. gonna be a it's gonna be a wink, it's gonna be something nobody sees. And that's that's his form of communication, especially with, I would say, us, you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. um who was your favorite teammate and why?
2: Oh, I can't I can't give a favorite.
0: Okay, give me give me your
2: and I, I would say like, you know, Whitman, Kitchell, Whitson.
0: Mm-hmm
2: uh tony brown james thomas
0: tony brown that's know, a name
2: i mean man, you know them that that was kind your of, brothers yeah but you know that's not to you know like friends Bushy. i mean all of us were like
0: really close right full disclaimer whole team my boys yeah but i mean like the guy that you know when coach got on you and you was like man What's up, man? I need I need a break. What's up? Where what we on? Like it was one guy, or just it was just a plethora of guys. It was a plethora, you know. Yeah, you yeah. Need all of them, <laughs> <laughs> whoever available at the moment. Hey, you, hey, we can't go making it seem like we needed a, a, a full support staff behind yeah. us. <laughs> uh, we needed all. We oh, sometimes it was Buzz Kirby. Buzz. It buzz. Yeah. <laughs> it like, it like hey, we.
2: We, we need
0: our hands up. There. right? <laughs> That's hilarious. Buzz is our academic, Buzz Kirby is our academic advisor. So she was, she's responsible for making sure all of us graduated for those yep, who yep, don't yep. love Buzz. Um, and, all, and who is on, excluding yourself, three other spots. Who's on your IU Mount Rushmore. You got the spot. I don't want to hear all this mess. You got one spot. I need the other three.
2: Um, So for me, um, you know, I'll put Quinn Buckner there.
0: Absolutely.
2: Um, Shoot. Um, You know, and and also, you know, just what what Mike Woodson Yeah. Meant to me. I agree with that. You know, as a a person, as a player, someone developing, you know, I, I would say, you know, Buckner and Woodson you know, and, and I, I can't even talk basketball because I gotta talk the total picture. But for me, Buckner, Woodson, Whitman, and Kitchell. If, okay. if I like you know.
0: Absolutely, you're
2: wrong.
0: you my know what dude. I mean? Yeah,
2: for sure. Like when when things go wrong, you know, anywhere anywhere in my life, from from 19 to this day, those those four I just named. In some way, shape, or form, has always been my go-to. Okay. Hey, man, what you think?
0: Well, uh, I, I love that. I love that loyalty. I'm gonna ask you this last one for that section. Have do you do you Quinn from Chicago? Quinn, one of the goats. Quinn to be talking stuff people just don't know. He be talking big stuff. Have you guys ever talked about who will win a scrimmage between 76 and 81?
2: I was, we we've never talked about it, but I, you know, that 76 team was
0: kind. Of, you know, they it was nice. I yeah. mean, they, it was each position was loaded, and, and, but they had you, they have wit, Tober, Turner.
2: But but as you as, as you know, right? Uh, there's a then there's a toughness factor, right? And always as an Indiana, you know basketball team I mean there's a it's like, yeah, playing basketball is cool. Now now how good can you fight? Right. (laughs) (laughs) How good can you square up? (laughs) Who had the best hand, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm I'm gonna get that seventy six team the edge because they have one guy just think like would just give us all kind of problems. And that's Bobby Wilkerson.
0: Bobby Wilkerson. Bobby Wilkerson, most underrated indiana hoosier ever
2: yeah, I, 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 I think we could i think we could we could we could match up and, and and be all right in certain positions but i think wilkerson would 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 do something Would <laughs> you change the game and get that seventy sixteen the edge
0: first of all he'd be all over you that's the number one thing he'd be all in your way because he was He's today's guard what they doing today that Bobby Wilkinson and then I can see that pro in him <laughs> <laughs> looking like shaft <laughs> get this dude huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, and you would see a lot of this yep it's exactly <laughs> <laughs> and he's standing right there like that <laughs> hey man that's I, I, I thought that I think that'd be a great game man um it's just hypothetical we always talk about hypothetical because you had land and athletic Getting up, you had Ray, you had you with, but you know they had Scott.
2: Yeah, so, ooh, yeah I mean, can't. I mean, you know, I mean Scott. I mean Scott made coming off them them screens and everything else. I, I mean we would have we'd have chased out, but I, I, <laughs> said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> getting buckets. right? Exactly. <laughs> then when they had when they had May in green in Abernathy. Hey man, that was they they had some shooters, man. They did, they did.
0: <laughs> then they had
2: I mean, then they had some tough boys. I mean, they wasn't No. I mean, it's like, yeah, I may be faster than Quinn, but you know, at that time Quinn to grab
0: your <laughs> right. Quinn, Quinn was the four man playing the point. <laughs> and Quinn was a DB on the football team. Oh God. yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, forget our ass. <laughs> American football and basketball. And basketball. <laughs> hey, because if y'all would have started winning, you would've, he would have he would have squared up, and it was. <laughs>
2: Hey, look, yeah, you,
0: know, you can shoot, you
2: can run, and all that other stuff. But look, here yeah, I'm getting ready to beat your left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's exactly what would have happened. That's exactly what would have happened. Hey, so you, Indiana, you being recruited? Coach Knight comes in. I ain't get the pleasure of Coach Knight coming to my house, but you, you, you and Mark Aguirre were great friends. Why not DePaul?
2: So my mom, my mom made the choice for me. <laughs> I can, you know, it was like like kids today, they pick up the head and say, "Hey, I oh man, a I'm going to such and such." You're right. Mom called the press conference, say, "Hey, my son made his decision." <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> now, now, when Coach Knight came to visit, this is who he brought to the house: Gwen mm-hmm. Buckner, oh, and Wayne Embry. He pulled out all the stops. So when they when they walked in. My mom was like
0: that's who I want my son to be.
2: <laughs> you had Wayne sitting there, you had Quinn sitting there and it was like, you know, when you talk about modeling mm-hmm. and like you say that's who I want my son. She was looking at Quinn and Wayne like junior like, you know, you want to you want to be like them. This is where you go. Right. I was looking like you know they ain't giving us no food. <laughs> <laughs> All you think about is food. <laughs> no car, like the, the lights are out. You know? yeah. like, AJ, we had a jug of water. And you know what I'm saying now? Yeah, the milk, the milk, old milk water jug. Water was <laughs> that was it. And it
0: wasn't sugar water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you know? That is amazing. But you did you ever have any conversation about, hey, I want to go home my boy? Oh yeah, I wanted to stay home. Mm -hmm.
2: I wanted to stay home, go to DePaul. Look, I'd have been with Mark McGuire, Mm -hmm. Teddy Grubbs, Terry Cummings, Gary Garland,
0: Clive Brasher. How fun would come on? You probably wouldn't have got nothing done. I think we'd have won. Yeah, you would have won, but (laughs) those streets would have been clamoring. Them streets with 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 your guys, man. It's been a lot of trouble. Absolutely,
2: (laughs) but we so. So when we win in 81, we actually are supposed to play DePaul. So we in the Dayton region. It
0: was, I remember, yeah.
2: And and we're playing Maryland and DePaul is playing St. Joe's. So we blow out Maryland and the next game is DePaul-St. Joe's. And I know like, okay, if, and then the, then the regional was going to be at uh, Indiana. I think the sectional was going to be. At Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I'm telling Mark, like, if y'all win, ain't no way y'all gonna beat us in Bloomington. <laughs> right. Y'all may beat us if we played the game in in Kentucky or yeah. or somebody. But coming into Bloomington at IU, y'all ain't gonna win that game. Right. Because it's just not happening. But <laughs> they ended up losing the St. Joe's. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: And We ended up playing St. Joe's in, in, in Bloomington, Indiana, and that's- Okay, okay. So, you go going into IU, you pick IU. You know, I've heard about the big fight. We're not gonna get into that argument, on that. that we can go to uh, was Shannon Sharp's podcast and check that out. We already talked about that, but you people don't understand, man. You went to the Pan Am Games as a straight out of high school and competed internationally. What and play well? I mean, you had Ralph Sampson, Mike Woodson. you had some of your—you know, you, you didn't know them at that time. It was your first year, but also it was your first time auditioning in front of Coach Light. And from what I heard, it really ain't go that well. And uh, it, how was that experience? Well, '79, I'm in high school. Yeah, know. that's what. Wait,
2: wait, AJ, I hadn't even graduated. Really? I hadn't even graduated. <laughs> that's crazy. So they don't understand. I'm in high school, I go to tryouts, right? And I, you know, I I do well and everything. I I didn't know I did well, but- Right, you 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 made it. And so now, now we're practicing. So we're practicing in Bloomington. And graduation day, I fly back from Bloomington that morning so I can graduate that afternoon. Wow. Do you know that evening I had to be back at practice. Right. You had to go back to oh. so I just I, so I missed my whole high school, you know, Sarah. yeah. You, know, you can enjoy it. But I, I didn't enjoy it. Now so 79, I'm I'm in high school.
0: That's crazy. And,
2: and now I've never, you know, I've, I've never been outside of America and all. Absolutely. So we we <laughs> traveling like now we we on the road. We go to Italy, we go see all yep. these other places. And I'm crying like <laughs> that's what I'm picturing. I'm like go oh. home, like I you know. He <laughs> so we we playing in all these different you know countries and practicing. You know, Coach Knight practicing hard. I mean, yeah, absolutely everything else.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So now um, we end up going over to Puerto Rico. We went the gold in Puerto Rico. I'm actually named the MVP of the of the tournament. In really, as a high school player.
0: That's, that's, that's one of the most impressive things I've heard. Like just being straight out of high school. Now, when you say it didn't
2: go well between coach Knight and I, no, it didn't. <laughs> right. Hey, Hey man, um, they feeding us food that I never knew existed. Right. Exactly. Hey man, I'm not eating that. <laughs> right. I,
0: you know, filet mignon yeah what is that you probably pick it up with your hand did you <laughs> can you cook it right right <laughs> can you, can right. like this is can,
2: this is kind of red like right <laughs> can you cook it a little <laughs> Right, exactly I'm my food back like hey can you go they're like oh you're not appreciating what you got no I ain't just, <laughs> I'm not that man my, you know Fettuccine and all this other stuff. I, I ain't never heard of this kind of food. Right. Get some beans. Can I get some cornbread? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man, it was,
0: you know, it was, it was oh. definitely a good time. But good, you know, good. I, I learned a lot, saw a lot. And- mm-hmm, definitely. I mean, I, I was impressed because when I went to the USA Basketball website, they got a nice picture of your team. And I'm looking at the roster, and it said Isaiah Thomas, St. Joe Westchester. I said, they ain't you know, eating at this point. Enjoy <laughs> you straight off the bu- on internationally. And, and you know, the international game is totally different, it's yeah, not you know, it's totally different. The way to defend, how physical you can play, it's just not the same. So, uh, I commend you for that, brother. Thank you. <laughs> and, and so, so we 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 getting ready,
2: to, oh, and then I'm gonna have to bounce because I gotta get on another Zoom call. Okay, but wait, we getting ready. To, uh, so the, the gate, the game before the championship game, we're playing Cuba. And again, I had never been outside the United States and all this other stuff. So I'm, I'm, and I, and I really didn't understand, you know, the, the, the international, you know, like, you know, people don't like America. Right. I wouldn't, I, I didn't know, you know? So anyway, so it's me, John Dorn Kevin McHale. Right, that those are those are all my, my 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 two guys, right? So we we hanging out, and and the Cuban national team is coming by, and so I didn't know, you know, I was like, hey brother, what's up? You know, blah 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 blah, and and I remember the dude looking at me like, and I'm like, and and John, we call baby, he grabbed me, he's like, man, we playing them tomorrow, like you know. Right, They, they want to kick your ass, you know? Like, right, exactly. you know, but hey, you cool, you know, so, you know, brothers walking by, you know, you give them a brother nod, you know, yeah,
0: exactly.
2: and I right. don't know why we give the brother nod, but we always give a brother nod, right? Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> right.
2: So I gave an acknowledgement, you know, and anyway, so the next game, the next day, the game start. now that starting guards was Kyle Macy and Ronnie Lester, those are the <laughs> starting guards. The, the, the ball gets thrown up on the tip. And the guy that I had nodded to and said hello to, he was starting for the Cuban national team. Oh, okay. He turns around and he hits Kyle Macy right in the jaw. Bang. And he breaks Kyle Macy's jaw, right? Dang. I'm, I'm messed up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what just happened? Yeah, because I'm still in high school, right? Yeah. Coach Knight gets up. And he's walking down the bench as if he's looking at me, getting ready to put me in the game. <laughs> hey, AJ, this is what I did. All right, put your head down.
3: <laughs> not that dude. <laughs> I'm not going here.
4: So he looked at me and I was like, hmm.
2: Then <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed John doing, he said, John, go to
0: the <laughs> cow." And John walked past me, and he goes, I can't believe you did that. (laughs) Y'all thinking the same thing. That's crazy. (laughs) Man, that is crazy. (laughs) It was bad. Hey, how
2: how much time do you have? Actually, I got to get on another radio. I got a radio at
0: 1215. Oh, okay. So Uh, I had a – I mean, I got a – if you – if it's okay with you. This is not live, so I'm just talking to you just off of – if we could maybe do a, another part some other time, it, it won't be it won't be this long because I had I want to dig into the national championship 1981 because I know you guys struggled a little bit early and then yeah. you found your stride. And I got this real question to ask you with that that Gilbert Arenas has talked about, man. And and it, and it really it was really like um not basically saying that the night uh, the, the re- defense is not existing anymore because the offense is so good. And in the nineties, you guys have maybe one, two offensive players. So they basically, there's no defense that can defend the players today because they are so good. And I immediately thought about you.
2: Well, I would, I would, I would, I would 100% disagree with that. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I would disagree with it, and it all depends on the rules that you're playing
3: under. Yeah.
2: So I, so what, well, let me change that. Not I 100% disagree, right? Under today's rules, I would agree with him that if you can't, if you can't, you know, really get close to anyone, right? No one can defend the offensive skills that players have today. Now, if you let us get close to you, yep. then now you have to turn your back. hmm and all the players who have a low shot pocket release. Mm -hmm. See, when we was playing AJ, you had to have a high shot. You couldn't shoot it from your hip. Right here, Yep. And the reason why you couldn't shoot it from your hip is because I could be this close to you. But now I have to stand two to three feet away from you, and therefore you can go back to your little boy shot. And we all know you.
0: <laughs> what you call it? That's your little boy shot. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the That's little boy. boy shot, right?
2: I'm writing that down. I'm you, you, get it from your little boy shot from your hip. <laughs> you can wind it up. You got longer distance. You got longer range, but and therefore you can be more accurate with your little boy shot. But yeah. you got to put your shot up here and put it up here. Okay. That that's a different kind that of changes spot. the story, yep. And and the reason why you had to get it up here is because the defense would be that close,
0: to that close you. to you, right?
2: could you couldn't you come anytime you put that ball on your hip to try to bring it up hand checking closeness, uh, you, you you couldn't do it. That's why everybody it. had to dribble like this back then. Back then, yeah, had to protect that ball because the def- the defender was right here. Yep. Breathing on you. You could smell his breath. <laughs> right. you, you was taught how to protect. You had to protect the ball. You had to get that defender off you, and you had to dribble over here. Exactly. You could not turn around and face mm-hmm. that you was really, really good with that ball. Right, exactly. You turned around and face, and if that defender was really good, oh, he taking that from you.
3: Right, for sure.
2: I remember playing against Mo' Cheeks, and then I got to run. Oh, yeah. I'm going to let you in. Go ahead. I playing against Mo' Cheeks, right? And I went through my best stuff. Da-da-da-da-da. And by the way, he's in the Hall of Fame from Chicago, too. We Absolutely. Know. We forgot. How <laughs> we forget that? <laughs> like, <come on>. right. <laughs> but I went through my list, and he did this. <clears throat> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> as, to, there. as if to say, hey, that, that, that ain't going to get me, right? <laughs> You're hey, right. And then later on in his career, you know, I'm dribbling and I'm calling a play, and and I look down and he and he looks up at me and he smiles. He goes, three years ago, you know, I'd have took that from you." Right, right. I was my man. Well, turn to the side. Yeah, he had slowed down. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. He slowed down. You know, he wasn't as quick. His feet were not as good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like he was like I remember. I never forget. He looked at me during the game. Three years ago, I'd have had that. i had. That. <laughs> <laughs> I believe
0: it was 1979 when you walked back on the Indiana campus. When you walk onto the Indiana campus for the first time, was it 1979? Yeah, it was 79. Yeah. So you go. You you your first practice. You go into practice, man. Can you do? You remember? Can you describe what that that first experience playing and practicing for Coach Knight? Well, you didn't hear all the talk before they're gonna they're gonna butter you up and make it feel like it's the greatest thing in the world until you get in there. And you hear that screeching, you hear that 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 scowl, you see the scowl. You know what I mean? Tell us what that was like walking on that for the first time.
2: You you got to remember, you know, '79 was uh, I was I was still in high school, so I was playing on the Pan Am team. Mm-hmm. That was my first practice, you know, with Coach Knight, you know, so um, you know, I hadn't really That's true. Yeah. So so uh experiencing him in practice with with the Pan Am team and, and Woodson and O'Corrin and mm-hmm. Ronnie Lester and Cal Macy and, and that, mm-hmm. that group, uh it was uh it it,
0: it was intense. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was. And 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 I shared the kind of the same experience because then I, obviously I wasn't as talented as you, but I had some of the same skill set. So when I walked out there and I go between my legs and I throw my first over-the-head pass, and that shit go, it goes out of bounds, and it, it's an issue. Did you have any being one of those guys? Which I call it sold to your game. You got soul. You can dance, you can, you, you can groove to any type of beat. But when in a night system, you, know, you gotta play to his music and you gotta find your groove in there somewhere. Did you have any uh, experiences early on having to adjusted to his system?
2: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you know, it was, um, you know, and, and it was more about my, my dribbling skills. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh.
2: We always thought that, uh, you know, that I was trying to be flashy. Mm-hmm. Ever, I would change directions, and you know, and I told him it was easier for me, and you know, we went back and forth.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Stuff, you know, you know, he would scream at me, and and I didn't really know that I was doing it. It was just
0: <laughs> right. Of, you know what he wanted.
2: Yeah, you know, no, but it was just part of my my everyday game. Yeah, how I dribbled the basketball. Yeah, wasn't about being flashy. It was more about protecting it. Yeah, and you know, like right now, you know. Defenders, they can't really get close enough to touch. They have mm-hmm. to stick back. So now the crossover has really come into play. Yeah. Because you can play with the ball in front of you. Right. Like he was coming up, you couldn't put that ball in front Mm-mm. of you. That defender was right here in your chest. <laughs> right. <laughs> you had to be able to protect it.
3: <laughs> right.
2: The only way you can change direction, the only way I found that you can change direction without turning your back and losing mm. vision with your teammates was to put it between your legs. Yeah. Now you can change and, and, and keep going. Right. And your knee became like your elbow. Right. But that defender was down there. You got some room to, you know, stay mm-hmm. and you can keep your vision. Yeah. You can see all, you know, you can see the whole court. Right. So at the time I would change direction to go to the left side. You know, he blew the whistle. Like, <laughs> going through his legs, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't even know I had went through my legs. Right, yeah, it's natural. <laughs> yeah. And so finally, you know, we we got to a point where, you know, I, uh, you know, he was scream at me constantly. You know, mm-hmm. about, you know, don't throw this pass, don't throw that pass, and and you know, he wanted you to have so many passes before right. the shot. Mm-hmm. And and I understood he wanted the defense to work. But I was like, you know, defense can work on, in transition too.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> you
2: know, right. I got, I, got, I, got, I got Landon Turner on the left. I got Ray cover on, on the right. right.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's you that's know, trailing. I got, yeah. I got shooters. You know, I'm in paradise. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and if we can get in transition and run, you know, we won't have to go through all the time facing their half court defense. Right. So finally, you know, um, you know, it took a while. You know, right. <laughs> but it is a, a lot. Uh-huh. You know, most, you know, once a week. Uh, but finally, he was like, "Okay, try it." Mm-hmm. And once we got to the tournament, I mean, we—I think we still hold the record for. Uh, the most double-digit consecutive wins in the NCAA, in the
0: NCAA tournament. Y'all and want to run.
2: How did we beat? Our closest game actually was North Carolina, and we beat them by 13. I think it was.
0: <laughs> Dang. They had pros on that team. Yeah. That's we, crazy.
2: We've a, a great defensive team, but, mm-hmm. you know, our transition game and our fast break game was was on another level. Right. I think we about ninety nine on oh, Maryland. Dang. Uh, I think we beat them ninety nine to fifty four, something like that, <laughs> oh, in a tournament. Yeah, it was a crazy
0: score. Man, and you, and we're gonna dive into that heavy because I want in that in, in, about the eighty one team. You guys lost nine games that year, right?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, what clicked? Like, what happened in the season? Because, and correct me if I'm wrong. You guys won the Big Ten title. Yeah. Losing nine games like that's that's crazy. So that's not how the parody in the league was, but in that season, what was it? You talked about the the transition, was it that being able to say Coach Knight taking the reins off a little bit and letting y'all run? What clicked?
2: That's what clicked. Um, yeah. we came back from, from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we going to Hawaii, we had great practices. Even in Hawaii, we had great practice. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember we was playing Clemson we went over to Scouting court, the Scouting Court with Clemson and you know and I I had never seen Clemson play. But
4: mm-hmm. they
2: had these two guys, one by the name of Tree Rollins, and the yeah. other by the name of Larry Nance.
0: <laughs> Bro I, who, El, who Elvin did you say Elvin Hayes?
2: No, Tree Rollins and Larry Nance.
0: Oh!
2: <laughs> so, oh, so, so every time we went to the basket, man, I mean, they were they throwing landing turners. Yeah, get that. <laughs> I would come in with my little scoop, and before I knew it, it yeah, was gone. <laughs> who, who are these guys? Right, yeah, right. did we know? We were playing against probably the two blessed shot blockers of all yeah, time. Yeah,
3: exactly. I
2: mean? But anyway, we lose in Hawaii. We have a terrible time in Hawaii. Come back and... And I'm going through all types of stuff personally. You know, I had a heart attack, uh, and then we come back from Hawaii, and Mm -hmm. got no lights. We we we've got Mm -hmm. basically set out. You know, there's Mm -hmm. no lights at the house. No food, and I remember my girlfriend, who's my wife now, you know, dropped me off, and and I, I walked into the house and there was nobody, you know, the door was open, nobody yeah. was there, and you know, no telephone, nothing. And, you know, didn't know where anybody was. Um, so, lucky enough for me, she, I don't know why she turned around and came back, AJ. she
3: mm-hmm. would have
2: turned around and came back, mm-hmm. where I would have had to go that day. Right. But, you know, part of my family was at my aunt's house, my mm-hmm. sister's house, friend's house. You know how you had to split up when, yeah. So you know, yep. that was just another period where you just homeless. So I, you know, we, and now I'm in college,
4: right? Mm-hmm. So, right.
2: So uh, now I got to go back to school. Go back to you know I'm still all messed up. You know, school hasn't practice. Yeah. No, so we we had a, we had good practices and you know our mm-hmm. practices. I mean, we went through a lot. Coach Knight and I, I, mean, we really like was, was going at it. Right. But emotionally, I had got to the point where, hey, look, I ain't got nothing to lose, man.
0: Exactly. Your why got bigger than the game.
2: And, 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 and today, I, you can't scream at me today. <laughs> <laughs> today, man, I, <laughs> right. I'm just not in a good place emotionally, mentally. <clears throat> And I think you know he pushed pushed so far, and then I think he realized like realized okay this is something different. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because my my attitude was like I, I you know you can't you don't never tell anybody what's happening in the back, you know. But my attitude was like, hey man, I ain't right, and I
0: yeah I, that was can, it.
2: We can go right now, <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? And hey, we're gonna do this right now once and for all. Like, I, I, hey, and you you talked about, you know, transferring and stuff. Did you leave? Did you really was, was you really going to, is a point where you was really going to leave? I know for me, I was like, there's a chance that I was like, man, I, I don't know, man, this is, this is different. So, but I had an assistant coach in Mike Davis who was able to talk me off the ledge. You know what I mean? Did you
2: have that moment? AJ, I don't think there's a player who's ever (laughs) like, that didn't think about leaving at some point in time. Right. <laughs> whether, it be the, whether it be the the, the top scorer or the 12th mm-hmm. man.
3: Right, so,
2: yeah. He he was giving it to everybody.
0: Right, it was. So
2: yep. we, we we all thought about leaving at one point. Right? <laughs> Every week we was having a conversation about, right. and I don't right. know if I could take this or
0: Right, this. right. go. You know. You're, um, and you're, Tell me if your your 80 team was it more talented than
2: your 81 team? My 80 team definitely was more talented, but we all got <laughs> injured. Well, they all yeah, uh huh. You know we so my 80 team we was ranked number one, mm-hmm. and uh, Steve Bushy, um, you know, started with me as a freshman, and Randy Whitman was on that team. He got hurt, so Randy got hurt, Bushy got hurt, Kitchell got hurt, and Woodson. With- got hurt Mm -hmm. Mike Woodson was our leading scorer and you know so we we lose you know four players from that team from that 80 team and if they're all there you know we we definitely win it in eight
0: absolutely we don't have injuries so you I mean to me you had the best two-year run in in school history I don't know two big 10 titles national title everything all everything but in 1981, you get an opportunity to play for the national title. And to explain to those of us who've never experienced that before, uh, what is that like to to, to play? Because that's why we all play. We all compete to try to get there. There's only one team, players and get there. And you were one of them at all levels. What is it? What is different? What's magical about the NCAA tournament and winning it? A, um, hey,
2: it's, 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 it's the last game. Yeah. But B it's like, you know, all the work that you put in, now you get a chance to really play for the national championship. Play for yeah. the play for the prize.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and, and every team starts with the goal and the dream of being able to play for the prize. Absolutely, yeah. Sometimes you, you you know, you just don't you don't get the opportunity. Yeah. And and I was always one of those guys that was taught at a very young age that, you know, um, you know when you when you get your shot you know you, you you are you gonna take it
3: yeah
2: and i don't not just take it but are you gonna make it
3: right yeah exactly
2: right my people be like oh yeah i take the shot no,
3: yeah not. are you gonna make it
2: take the shot <laughs> so so right. my mindset going into that game was you know we had lost to carolina earlier mm-hmm. and I knew Al Wood, uh, Worthy, Perkins, they were the best back line in uh, in college at that time. And I knew playing against them that talent-wise, we didn't have the talent to really compete or play against them, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, from a talent standpoint. Right. From a mental toughness standpoint, I thought we were just as tough-minded as they were.
4: Mm
2: -hmm. We also understood, and I also understood their coaching path. So. You not only play against the, the players, but you also play against the coach who is coaching the team. Mm-hmm. And so understanding Dean Smith's tendencies and, and, and his coaching style, I knew that those first you know five to seven minutes of the game would be difficult for us because they have worthy, perfect, yeah. and mm-hmm. I would. Yeah. Yep. But then he played in, in North Carolina, had that platoon system. Yeah. Uh, you know they would put five in. Five in, five out. Yeah. And, and I said to coach, I was like, okay, well, just let us stay out here, because when they put them other five dudes in, <laughs> <laughs> right. we do we gonna be all right. Yeah. Uh huh. And as soon as they soon as you know Wood Worthy and Perkins went out, they brought the other crew in.
0: Let's get this lead.
2: <laughs> got back into the game. Yeah. We were down we were down early in the game.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And and then when when those guys went out, we stayed on the floor. And and that's where, you know, Coach Knight was brilliant in that because mm-hmm. he you know, all the and, and you sure I'm sure you know this, AJ, like all oh, the stamina, you need a rest, you need a blow yeah. nah, off. Nope. <laughs> you know, you you in school, ready to play. <laughs> exactly. Make the play and yeah. you know. All this, you can rest tomorrow.
3: Right. Yeah. Definitely.
2: That's that's how he played, and and that's why we were able to, in my opinion, win that Carolina game because we got mm-hmm. back in uh, to go into the half, and then coming out at halftime, uh, made two quick steals, and once we got up defensively, I knew they we would be able to shut them down.
0: Right. And. What do you – do you see – recall actually – because I know sometimes some things can get kind of hazy because you were in such a survival mode from a personal standpoint. Did you get a chance to really enjoy that national championship? Because I'm sure in your head you like – you decided at the beginning of the first semester you was going hardship. So you (laughs) – I'm just – Thinking back, like, okay, if I'm Isaiah, I'm like, I walk in my crib and ain't no lights and nothing like that. Hey, this is it. So did you really get a chance to enjoy it with all those things on your mind? No. no. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And, and, um, you know, I I never knew, like, you could go pro.
3: Right. Oh, you did? No.
2: Like, in, in 81, you know, Spencer Haywood had just kind of, you know, won a hardship rule and all that. In order to go to the NBA, you had to prove hardship. You just couldn't, like, go to the NBA. And, and you know, coming from Today. where we came from, we didn't know all those rules.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's all there. Yeah.
2: you just trying to, you know, you just trying to get the training table. Right, <laughs> exactly, right. <laughs> um, but, no, I didn't, you know, I remember the, the night we won, you mm-hmm. know, my mom was there and my brothers and them, every, everybody had, you know, drove down. And, you know, we just... You know, we just hung out, you know, yeah. after you win, you know, that's a that's an Indiana celebration. You won and coach night, you know, yeah. you get to slap on the back. Huh? Nice job. And. Right. And next that's day, it. You know, we all uh, went back to the hotel. We had they had some pizza there mm-hmm. for us. We all sat around just eating pizza, waiting to fly back the next day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I when you fly back the next day after you won it. You, you saw the celebrations on television because you was in your room watching
3: while right, everybody right.
2: was celebrating in Bloomington,
3: right? Right, yeah. So
2: you like, man, I can't wait to get, get,
3: get there. The- <laughs> right?
2: And when you get back the next day, all the parties over. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the students, everybody that celebrated and everything else. So right. we get back, we fly back in the next day. You know, we had a little, little thing at Assembly Hall. Mm. And, you know, day after that, yeah, it was over. Fast.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's that's amazing. Did so. What was that conversation like when you had it? When you told Coach, "Hey, look, I'm 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 gone, man." Like, what was that like?
2: So no, no player had ever left Indiana at that. Oh, time. Shit. and uh, and Coach Knight. This this is what I like about Coach Knight.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: He knew my situation, but he wasn't going to say, "Yeah, leave." Right. He gonna give you the wink and the nod,
3: yeah, mm-hmm.
2: but you know so when i when I made my decision, he was gone. he was fishing, you know he was mm-hmm. a fishing trip, yeah, can't get a hold of, him. um so at that time, Nancy was his wife um and so i I called her up, you know, to let her know what I was doing and she said well coach coach told me to tell you he, he knew that you were leaving and, and good luck
0: right, wow, that's it, that was it,. Hey. <sighs> That's incredible. Like, I would have begged you, like, "Hey, hey, hey, we can do this again," you know. <laughs> like, but I, I think you're right, though. Coach Knight is—he understands. So
2: yeah, he knew. He knew. I—I I mean, really, we—we we as a family had. When I say nothing, mm-hmm. we had. We had. If there was zero, we definitely was less than zero. Damn. And, <laughs> I mean, we was literally, you know. My family and I, we were literally hanging on society by, you know, just by our fingernails. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like I say, every day was a was a search for food. And yeah. AJ, you know, I can remember, you know, walking with my mom to the bus stop, and, you know. You know, you always had the holes in your shoes.
3: Absolutely, right? yeah.
2: And, you know, <laughs> Coming apart. The snow would get in, and had <laughs> put that little plastic under your, <laughs> right your soul, so snow. Um, so and I remember I looked down, and my mom had so, uh, she you know she had no shoes, but she was like you know I got to get to work right. Had on some pair of Glad
3: plastic bags with rubber bands. Wow,
2: going to work. And that that's how that's how bad things
0: were for us. Wow. That's an incredible story, man. That's crazy. I told you sure you got to get that the new Netflix version of your story going, man. I'm telling you. Throw that on your list. <laughs> um, so what was your your relationship with Coach Knight like during your playing career? Cuz you know Coach Knight hated the NBA. So it was like, you know, he just thought that was the worst thing. Or at least that's what he was perception. Yeah. What was your relationship like him during your playing career?
2: You know, we I, I would say uh during my playing career, I don't know if, I don't know if any player had a relationship with Coach Knight.
0: I didn't. I
2: didn't. <laughs> he, was, he was coach, you know. Right. Or, and and you were afraid to talk to Coach.
0: Exactly. Well, that I'm not calling you, man.
2: <laughs> and, I, and I look I look back on that and and I I just say how fortunate I was to have someone who really wanted to coach me, mm-hmm. but wasn't trying to be my friend.
3: Right. And yeah. I'm
2: because see if he would have been trying to be my friend, I think, I think I probably would have got away with a little bit more and I probably wouldn't have become as good a player or person as I think I became.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I, I, you know, I, I thank him for, for having the courage truly to, to coach me. Cause I look back and yeah, I was, I was really talented. Um, and to coach a talented player, and not let him, you know, skate, you know, it it took a lot of courage for him to, to coach me. And I'm sure, I'm sure it was very, you know, um, demanding and tough on him. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm glad, I'm lucky that I was coached by Coach Knight.
0: Right. Yeah. His, his, his ways helped me to eliminate the, uh, the need or, the want, because you know, like society loves the the participation trophies and the the the, the awards. Because I re- I remember when uh, my senior year it was uh, unfortunate that it, he was going through uh you know being fired at that time, and I was very upset with him at that time because they I was one of the one of the wooden award finalists. And every, all my guys was at the ceremony. You know what I mean? They got the coaches sitting next to them, and I'm sure you probably wouldn't. You probably didn't make it. Did you make it to your Wooden Award final uh, no. ceremony? Okay, same thing. Uh. No, this is story. Go ahead. Go, no, tell that story right now. Go ahead.
2: So, I, so my freshman year, we uh we go to San Diego,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and now we win the San Diego tournament. Mm-hmm. I'm named MVP at a tournament. Oh, man. Don't like the way we play. <laughs> All right. So, so when they called my name out to get the trophy, he wouldn't let me go out to get the trophy. Really? <laughs> my MVP trophy that I won as a freshman in the San Diego Christmas tournament is still in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: never let you. never let y'all take it home. I didn't get
2: to take my trophy home. I didn't get to get it. I didn't get nothing. It was like, right. He's like, you play like horse shit. You know, you and and it's like, uh,
0: that's right. <laughs> I, hey, I, I remember them days. And but as I was saying, I was like, it, I was upset at that time. As I got older, uh, you know, I was like, you know, that's the the fact that this man created and made me an all-american is what's most important not to if that's his way i signed up to be a part of his way i had to respect that way and in the end coach knight was always a guy you you call and he would answer the phone he'd say what you what do you need it wasn't no hey what's up man how your family doing it's, it's you know how's karen doing how is what you need okay get oh that's what you need all right but well, well, thank you for everything aj goodbye and I was like hey you know but that's the way he is and I, I respect that more than a a coach that's you know trying too hard to be your friend trying to and to get other recruits like it, you you it was what it was with coach knight and that's what I respected about him
2: you know aj I, I look at I look at all of us as as uh players and men who have played you know for coach knight mhm and whenever we are all together. The one thing that really stands out to me, and I'm sure it stands out to you too
4: mm-hmm.
2: how different we are as men right than some of the other schools who have played you know for other coaches.
4: Mm-hmm. you
2: land of all Indiana you know players and forget, forget I ain't talking talent. Right. Uh-huh. Just as men and, and just stand up guys. Yep. You, you can call anybody from any one of those teams. Right. The only thing they're going to say to you, AJ, is,
0: yes, when can I come? When yep. What you need. Just like you did. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I've taught, have never talked to you. And I was like, man, should I hit him up? Because I, I don't like calling. The first time I talk to somebody really is to ask them for something. So that was hard for me. So, but the consensus I've gotten calling Calbert, calling Steve, uh, uh, it, it, and these guys, it was like, hey, yeah, I got you. What you need? When? What time? And, and they were there. And I was like, man, I'm in a hell of a fraternity. So I got to I got to repay that. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's that's what we are. And that's who he created. And it's exactly what he was. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of such a, a rich fraternity, man. That, that's a great point, man. For real. Um, you were part of the ceremony. Did, were you part of the process of bringing him back to IU? And, and let me ask you this, because I felt like this. Do you think it was about? I don't wanna to say too late, but was it about 10 years too late? You know what I mean? I don't wanna to say too late because it was a great moment, but I think it would have been felt like no other if it was like five years earlier. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I, I look at it, I say two, two, two things. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't think people really understood the, the depth of hurt that Coach Knight experience
4: mm-hmm.
2: being let go at Indiana. So it, it and, and I, and I, and I, I use the analogy of, uh, it's like your first heartbreak, your first love. Yeah. So Indiana University was Coach Knight's first love. Right. Emotionally. And that, that separation, all these years, he was awake to me, was looking at a man who was broken
3: hearted. Right, yeah, for sure. You
2: know, he, he had his heart broken. And, and, and his reaction was of a broken hearted man, like, no.
3: Nah. Yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> Coming back. And, and, and you know, it, it took a long time for that broken heart to mend and to heal. And you know, and it still didn't mend and heal. Uh, you know, it was what it was. Yeah, for sure of getting him to come back to Indiana. You know, we we all took turns calling Yeah, Yep. Um, you know, I called him, Buckner called him, Whitson called him, Kitcher would call him. <clears throat> and, you know, over the years, we, we've we all have been trying to mend the rip between Indiana and and, and Coach Knight. Because, uh, you know, to me, there are four great, you know, college programs when you think about, you know, the college coaches in their name. So when you think of UCLA, first coach that comes to your mind is who?
0: John Wooden.
2: Okay. And when you think of North Carolina, the first coach that comes to your mind is
0: Dean Smith.
2: Okay. Now those two universities, they've had coaches underneath them that have won championships also, but from Dean Smith to John Wooden. And then, you know, when you look at Indiana, I don't care who coaches at Indiana, right? The first name that's going to always come to your mind is Coach Knight. Yep. And it's Coach Knight, Indiana, Dean Smith, North Carolina, yep. Indiana, and UCLA. Yep. Now we, as a Indiana family, our coach was missing from the capstone.
3: So yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: So, so Coach coming back basically put the capstone on, and now you know. Everything is kind of right in the basketball orbit
0: again. Yeah. It's yeah. funny you say that. It, it, it's, hilarious. it's funny you say that because I, I looked at it. I always said it was a great cloud over the program since, yeah. since, since 2000. And I said, no matter how good they are becoming, it's always something's going to happen until they, they bring that last piece back and make it right with that last piece. And, and you were on the floor during that time period. Was was Coach Knight saying anything? What was that energy like? I heard you growl at him, get him going a little bit. Like, what was he saying anything?
2: You know, the only thing he was saying
0: was defense. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. And you was like, yeah! And I was like, what is going on? Like, yeah. So you know, that's Coach Knight's mindset. That's his mindset.
2: Don't let that guy score. <laughs> right. <laughs> I am going to give you everything that you need to know about this person. Right. So yeah. Stop him from scoring. Yeah. And, and and when he got on the floor, it was a beautiful moment. But was but to me the 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 best moment was how the student body the student body who who wasn't there for Kobe yeah. Knight's uh, you know, championship years, but they understood the moment and this is where Indiana basketball is is so special to me
4: mm-hmm.
2: because they understood the moment and the student body rose to the moment and, and and gave him that emotion and that standing ovation and that thunderous applause that he needed, that the school needed, yep. the basketball program needed. Mm-hmm only people who could really make that happen and make that moment right and that special it wasn't us being there Agent. right it was the student body who said boom yeah we're going to acknowledge this moment and make it happen right for these guys and that was to me, that was the most powerful, beautiful moment of the, of the whole
0: year. It thing. was. Thank you, man, for your time. We appreciate you. If everything. anything for me, man, reach out. Uh, definitely be staying in touch with you to, to keep up with you, man. Anything I can help with, let me know. Tweeting out things, making sure that uh, you, you it is, it's all known. I think you get a horrible rap from people who don't know Isaiah Thomas. And anytime you pick up the phone and, and and not talk to a guy since 1999 and he step in and say, what do you need? I got you. That's the type of guys that we have in our program. And, and, and you guys are the pillars of that. So thank you. And congratulations on, on an awesome career, man. Uh, you can't get no better than what you did. Like, I, I know you, you know, I see the 88, the game you got. You, you should have three titles in the NBA. Yeah. You should. You sprained your ankle, and you, you know what I mean. And the next game was heck for you, but, but we know hey, there's no regrets in what you did, and you, 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 made an impact on our lives, especially me being for a, a Indiana kid born in Illinois, just like you. So, hey man, thank you for everything, Zeke.
2: No, well, thank you, and I and I appreciate the kind words and and, and all that you've said, and just remember, the, the only people who say bad things about us are the people that we beat.
0: Right. (laughs) Right. Oh, okay. And we're going to end it on that. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate you. you. (laughs) Uh, That's good.